Welcome to Today's Watch Degrassi, the podcast where my expertise and my skepticism shines a new rainbow on this Canadian after school special. Today we are listening to season two, episode six, Ride. This episode is named after the song by The Cars. Drive the cars. It came out in 1984. In preparation, we watched a live version of this song, and it kind of seems like maybe they're an engineered band just based on like everything. They were all dressed and, you know, questionable whether or not they are playing the instruments. Um, but you have for sure heard the song. You know, it goes, Who's gonna drive you home? tonight doo doo who's gonna tell you when etc do 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 all those like 80s synth sounds going on but let's get started with the synopsis joey is going away and he trusts craig to stay home with his friends but when he is pressured by friends they steal a car from the lot to win tickets and they get caught meanwhile ashley feels pressure to fit in with her new friend by getting a piercing and she gets caught being fake she's ashley yeah she can't just like be herself even after everything she's been through not being real she just can't be real she's still a pearly written character three thousand one hundred dollars for a great jeep grand cherokee wow definitely 2003 prices how much do you think they're selling the mg for that was the yellow car oh i think it was an mg it was a british car definitely oh yeah like in peep show it was a good car for a good deal missy but craig is doing well at the lot helps sell a car and Joey trusts him to drive the car over across the lot to get it washed. And Craig's just mind blown and he just is so, he's, it's so awesome to him to drive a car even if it's just on the lot and it's an old clunker. And it's a Lincoln Continental, right? It seems like it and... In the very minimal amount of research we did to prepare for this episode, this plot is very similar to a plot that Joey went through in his time at Degrassi Junior High. As we spoke about before in Girls Wanna Have Fun, when Craig got the fedora put on his head by Joey, he's living through a lot of the same things Joey experienced, and this is one of the first biggest examples when joey's at degrassi junior high he has a multi-boy sleepover with some of his friends while snake's parents are away while they are having the sleepover they have tons of fun but they oversleep and then wheels is going to miss a dentist appointment that he can't miss a what I gotta make this dentist appointment. It's like he's rescheduled it already or something, and he doesn't want his parents to be mad. It's like a very thin, like, A plot. very... Oh, that doesn't happen in Degrassi. 
So Joey convinces Snake to let them drive Snake's parents' car across town, even though they don't have a license, so that he can be on time to his dentist appointment. What's the Canadian age to drive? I mean, I know they're 14 in this, It's 16, like, here. Okay. But while they're out getting wheels to his appointment, they think that they hit a car and cause a dent in Snake's parents' car. So they take it to get fixed. They like do all this and it's not maneuvering actually, it's to the, make the, the money. Dent already existed. Mm-hmm. And That's so parents, stupid. When Snake's parents get home, they're like, "Thanks for fixing that dent." Like, you know, Dad backed into a pole last week, and they all get in trouble. So that being said. This is a very similar plot point with Craig, and from what we could tell watching the two episodes, it looks like they're in a Lincoln Continental in both episodes. It's maybe an older version in the 80s Degrassi. But but then the 80s one is an 80s, whereas this is like the early thousands, so it's like a 90s Lincoln. So I guess that makes sense, like... Craig's driving Joey's like one of his used cars versus taking Snake's parents' car, which would be more, you know, I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. And he picks that car because it's the one he like knows how to drive from Joey letting, and it's like, so it's kind of like one of the clunkers because it's old. It's a Lincoln Continental, it's American made. Detroit built, like, driving a waterbed. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) My Nona Nona used to have a Thunderbird, and it was a little bit like that. Even her Taurus is a little... Some people like it. I mean, the opposite is feeling every bump in the roads. So we hear Cre- or we hear Joey saying on the phone to what we know is his mom, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to come pick up Angie because Bianca booked a surprise trip." So his hot girlfriend's name is Bianca, and his mom exists. Oh yeah, grandma Does she exists in the original show. Yes. But she never appears in this one? Nah, I'm guessing that they probably couldn't get the same actor, and rather than do that. And also, it's always so minor. It's only when Angie needs, you know. But was she, like, a main character in the original? Or? Yeah, she she wasn't a main character, um, but she but appeared she like in more Emma's than one mom episode. Or, you know, like... Uh, yeah, Mara, I compare like her more to, dad. like, Jane's mom or something. Like, yeah. she appeared in a few episodes, not a bunch, you know? It's, uh, who are the main, uh, so Wheels had the main family-related plots because his parents actually die in a car crash early That's on they in call Degrassi Wheels, Junior High. Because no. his parents died. He also gets a DUI and, like, kills a kid in the, like, last episode of the show, but it's because his last name is Wheeler. It's unrelated to all those things. <laughs> Man, I wish his Betty wishes his last name was like Money or something. He, um, but his family because his grandparents like start watching him, they actually appear the most 
probably out of all the parents and stuff in Degrancy Junior High because he has the most trouble obviously after his parents die and then that leads him to it really sucks because his parents get killed by a drunk driver and then he just like spirals and then he ends up killing a kid right as a drunk driver. he ends up an orphan and then he does like the opposite to the parents so craig is saying so you're planning for Ange to go see your grandma where am i gonna go and he says you're gonna stay here you're you can cook you can clean you'll be good and he's just so surprised that joey trusts him like that i don't think craig has had anything except his dad's overbearingness you know so joey says ground rules no chicks no booze and no parties but you can have your buds over so wouldn't that be like having your buds over wouldn't that be kind of I, don't know, I guess it's not a party. I guess he means like a party, like is like plus, like everyone come over, you know. So I think that no chicks and no parties kind of goes hands in hand. If girls come over, it's a party, right? right? But same with booze. Yeah. Although so... I guess like him and his few friends could hang out drinking, but that'd be a little weird at fourteen. Hmm. Some of us did that. <laughs> Some of us waited till we were a healthy 16, 17. Well, some of us don't think it's a contest. (laughs) So, we're coming up on the first deleted scene of the episode. It comes up pretty early on. I can't believe you deleted me. I really love that one. The first deleted scene is Craig and Sean are heading into school And you can hear Craig kind of telling Sean, you know, it's going to be awesome. You know, Joey's leaving. You can have the boys over, blah, blah. But he notices Sean isn't listening to him. He's just looking at Emma. And he says, I thought it was over between you guys. And he says, oh, no, it is. But you can tell Sean's not over it. Sean's still in love. Emma's coming back. Ugh. Yes. So that... I wish that this scene had stayed in because it would have given us Sema shippers a little bit of hope that that ship will sail once more eventually. It also shows us that Craig does invite uh, Sean first. But we roll into the boys talking about kill Kid Elric tickets being sold out. Kid Elric, obviously meant to be Kid Rock. Is this the first Kid Elric mention? I don't know. I'm trying to remember if he was mentioned maybe one time in season one briefly. But Kid Elric is mentioned throughout, is even shown performing once in one of the later seasons. But yeah, like you said, very clearly Kid Rock. Is Kid Rock Canadian? Or is there any reason? No, I'm pretty sure he's American. Just wondering why that was the choice, you know? I have no idea, because he was, like, famous back then. Remember the song? Oh, I do remember this. You remember Kid Elric's song? Ka ta ta pa ta ka pa <laughs> And, like, even, like, when you see what's the person <laughs> who plays Kid Elric. He wears the hat. hat yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. 
So we'll do a side by side when <laughs> when we get to that point. We'll we'll do some side by sides. Which makes so me fun. like wonder: Does like Aubrey Graham, aka Drake, like Kid Rock then, or you know how does Drake the rapper feel about Kid Rock? Because Jimmy. The Degrassi character really likes Kid Elric, which is basically their version of Kid Rock. I know, it's so funny. And I think they're basically the same character because Jimmy ends up becoming like a rapper or whatever. <laughs> so it's basically parallel universe. Tell me anything but the truth because I don't think I can take it now. Tell me it's not a parallel universe where Degrassi exists. Nah, we're just all in the Matrix. I am excited for the new one. Me too. I'm not gonna lie. I don't care. I'm not a purist. I've been over it. Let's make as many reboots as possible. I don't care how bad they are. Right? I'll watch all of them. <laughs> it, literally, there's nothing to lose because the other option is none. Craig is avoiding the boys over. Marco. Jimmy spinner but when jimmy finds out that sean's already invited jimmy doesn't want to go because jimmy's a bitch got a party no parties girls no girls booze no booze donuts that we can do <laughs> it's a pretty good scene it's cute oh scene. yes another deleted scene I can't believe you deleted me. Ashley, well... Paige, we gotta do it again. <clears throat> Paige gives some shade. What does she even say? She makes fun of Ellie's hair, and then Ellie says, you should go to the mall, they're selling personalities. And then Ashley says, good one, or something. So that's a pretty cute deleted scene. It's just like more of the Paige and Ellie rivalry. I don't even get, it's really funny because Paige just expects everyone to think that she's the shit and for everyone to just kind of, you know, fall at her feet and Ellie just does not give a shit about her. So... Paige automatically doesn't like Ellie for that reason. And I mean, I have met one person who liked Paige the most, and they were a terrible person, so... Right. How can you be like, that's the best? I know. And, like, she does have a lot of development later, and obviously she becomes our bisexual queen, and I'm never gonna hate that, but she and is... better than Ashley, obviously. Yes, yeah. She's at least honest about how terrible she is. Ashley is, like, the type of friend who, like, tells you to bring a sweater, but then when you're cold will be like, well, you should have brought a sweater instead of giving you theirs, you know? <laughs> Ashley's transition of weird hairstyles she goes through during this time. Ellie's hair is so many braids, it looks like it took forever. She's getting her cartilage pierced. Mm-hmm. It was a very popular piercing at the what time. What does that mean? Isn't that just like... Or is that a specific piercing? 
Nah, it's not a specific piercing. Piercings have names based on where it is. So saying you're getting your cartilage pierced. That just means like, like your ear lobe part, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but honestly, it like the one I have, this one, it's called a rook. It's when you pierce the fold inside your ear that's like the cartilage fold. <laughs> and like... <laughs> So that's technically still a cartilage piercing, even though it's not on the outside lip of your cartilage, you know? So there's a ton of different cartilage piercings that exist. And do those ones ever close up, or is those ones, like, permanent? No, it, it can close if you take it out. Um, but they feel super different than, like, a skin piercing. When you pull on it, it doesn't feel like, ow, it's being pulled on. You kind of can't feel it because it's almost like borderline bone, you know? So it's like it's in there. When they did this rook piercing, they use a big giant hooked one and they kind of go through, you know, because it's kind of a thick little bit. Cool. I got it done when I was 16, so Uh, I've had it for a really long time. Oh, yeah, you've had it for, yeah. So it's permanent now, or would it heal up? Hard to say, you know? Most things are never permanent. Like, your body's very resilient. I mean, it is, but it's just so... Such a weenie. (laughs) You just gotta break that seal, and then you'd be over it. It's not that big of a deal. Nah, I told you. Maybe I get a tattoo, and then as my teeth fall out, replace them with gold ones. That's about it. I'm not going to have weird piercings, but I am going to have gold teeth. I honestly do think that tattoos are a little bit different than, like, piercings. Because it doesn't kind of go in your body the way that piercings do. Yeah. So it feels slightly different. Like, I, I have like, a bunch of both. I mean, I don't hate getting shots or whatever, but I hate getting my blood drawn. And then if you're at the dentist and they put the numbing stuff they put it in your like gums like i hate that like i can deal with it you know but i hate that so much yeah and i don't think like yeah generally i won't get a cavity unless i'm high as balls on nitrous because i'm very squeamish you won't get a cavity or you won't get it filled oh i get i get really (laughs) high on nitrous then i eat so much sugar (laughs) don't brush my teeth we digress Point being that Ellie is getting her cartilage pierced and Ashley notices that Ellie has her belly button pierced and then she says, hey, I've been thinking about getting my belly button pierced. That was kind of like popular in the early thousands. I remember like so many girls in my high school had belly button button piercings. piercings and like... Just, like, weird, different ones. I and, really... like, like, also, like, because we went to a Catholic school, so, like, not that the girls were super prudish, but, you know, I mean, we're, like, 12 and 13-year-olds, but they'd still have, like, Playboy Bunny belly button piercing or Cherry, <laughs> you know? Oh man, what wild times. Have... <laughs> It reminds me of the movie 13. Have you seen that, bitch? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So I really wanted my belly button piercing at the time, and my mom was like, hell no. <laughs> Do you think that's the right call, or would you? 
do you think you would have preferred having it? Like, would you still have, would you have a belly button piercing now, or? No, actually, now that we're talking about it, I'm like, maybe I should go do that. Because I've been wanting to get more nose piercings, but it's going to be a while before they do any under the mask piercing. Mm -hmm. It's still not going to be a thing for a while, probably. So even though that's the piercing I really want, I'm going to have to wait for that one unless I can find someone I know who can do it. Um, so that being said, maybe I should get some consolation piercings. Ellie says to Ashley, come with me after school. He'd be able to squeeze me in. And Ellie says, let's find out. Say about. About. Canada speak. Canada speak. Let's find out. Ellie is one of the hardcore offenders. Ellie, Paige, Craig, uh, I guess that's it. Oh, there's someone else, whatever. I wonder if any are the people in the later seasons better. I like think, when it gets to. Uh, Casey does it a lot. You told me to play basketball! <laughs> Tune in in 10 years' time for when we reach that episode. <laughs> hey, if you want us to get to those seasons quicker, throw us a donation. Support us monetarily. That will help us just keep making this podcast. Or, you know, if you can't financially support us at this time, give us a like, a follow, a review, and share us with your friends. Watch the podcast. Make a video of yourself watching the podcast on TikTok. We're back with Mrs. Kwan. She's explaining the difference. I'm sorry, Miss Kwan. She's explaining the difference between a simile and a metaphor. People get this confused a lot. A simile is when you say something is like something else. And a metaphor is when you say something is something else. So when you're like, my cat is like a sausage. That is a simile, even though most people think that that's a metaphor. When you say, my cat is a sausage, that's a metaphor. Wait, what? No, now I'm confused. You gotta explain that again. Okay. A simile is when you say something is like something else. Yeah, so my so cat I'll give is you an as fat as a sausage. Um, my cat, like a sausage, fat and round and fluff fills me with love you know that is a simile hi she hopped up knew we were talking about her whereas a metaphor would be my cat a sausage fat lumpy full of love so the difference is very minor in semantic they're very similar but in metaphors you have to do a little bit more legwork because you're literally saying the thing is the other thing. But the point of the scene is that they're just waiting for the day to end so they can start their amazing adventure. They walk up to the house, getting ready to hang out. And Joey's like, what's this? You invited the whole school? Gotcha. Dick move. Joey's got them the four food groups groups chips 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 and craft dinner say about a boot craft dinner buddy i'm not your buddy guy so craft dinner is a canadian 
thing? I don't know. What I'm... is Kraft Dinner? I thought it's mac and cheese. Yeah. So yeah. that's just that's just eating mac and cheese for dinner. I think so. I, but I also need an explanation because it's throughout South Park they call it Kraft Dinner, and when then, they're making fun of Canadians. Yes, and then. They call it craft dinner in this episode, and I just have zero understanding of why. Is it just because Canadians use craft dinner as like maybe it comes slang from Canada. for mac and cheese? Craft is from mac and cheese. No, I mean, craft <laughs> is, is from mac and cheese. Craft. People, craft is from mac and cheese. It's from Canada, apparently. That's... Maybe it's like hella cheap there. It's like like ten Canadian cents. Ten Canadian cents. <laughs> it doesn't make Canadian sense. I'm sure the conversion rate is in just as much American sense. <laughs> How much sense did that make to you? None. None. She looks young. She got a cross necklace on, but I don't think she a Christian girl. Well, I mean, she can't be that young because Joey said that she booked the surprise trip away. So they, like... I guess he just looks really old because he has no hair. Yeah, he's meant to be, what, Sorry, any bald viewers. It's, uh, it's an ager. It's an ager. A person with no hair immediately looks 10 years older than they do. Holy crap, look. The person who plays Atella, his name is George Booza. Oh, you're a Booza. Yeah, but my family's Booza, but probably, like, of the same vein, or if he's okay. Italian. So you know? I have an issue with this. So Ellie is related to this piercer, tattooer. Whose name is Attila. That is her cousin. Or that they call each other cuz. Because they're related. So who is this. Who is Attila. The family name. You know. Ellie's, Ellie's family name. Attila. Who is that. Her army dad. Or her alcoholic mom. Who's just like an asshole. Mm -hmm. Like which one is Attila. Related to. To be honest, I don't think that they planned either of those people to exist yet. The alcoholic mom or the army dad. And that's part of why this story doesn't totally hold water. Like who's related to Attila? Yeah. But if you asked me, I would say that this is her mom's cousin. I would have said army dad. That's crazy. I think it's her mom's cousin. He probably knows that his cousin is a mess and, uh, like, you know, is maybe there. She's like, she's not Ellie. even sober enough to recognize the first piercing. She's not going to recognize anything. Basically, an army dad's not there. God, her so, mom's such a shit show. She gets her shit together later no, she in life. Doesn't. Yeah, she does. Does she? She does. It takes a lot, though. But, like, Ellie has to, like, threaten type thing. Like, if you mess up again, that's it. You know, so it's not 
Like, is that really getting your shit together? I mean, she burns down the house and still is not going to stop drinking. So that's pretty fucked up. Ellie has to straight up say, I was cutting myself and I'm going to start cutting myself again. Whoa, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. (laughs) They've all seen it already. We talked about JT dying. What, that's a spoiler. Whoa. (laughs) Well, buckle up because we haven't even met Cam yet or Adam. Or Eli. Oh, Eli. No comment. I'm saving all my Eli comments. You'll never know. So he's playing really intense, like, Just classical music. Or, yeah, I guess opera. It's probably Italian opera. Because I think it's not... Is it Attila? I don't know. Well, I mean, his name's Booza, so let's say it's opera, you know? Like, the guy, he's Italian. So this... I forgot to mention that this actor, George Booza, who plays Attila... He is also in one of my favorite Netflix shows, Ginny and Georgia, that also features many other Degrassi favorites. Yeah, including Esme and Frankie and uh, the chick that Hunter's in love with. Shit, what's her name? Arlene. Arlene. It's very weird. Just, I don't know. And I don't know how things were back then, but looking at things from a lens right now, how it's like, I need my mom's signature on this piece of paper, but she won't sign it. And it's like, just fake it. Like, if literally, like, the person's like, I need some scribble on this line. It's like, like, you don't even need my parent to be there To be like, I consent to this, like... Right? Is he going to go on parentsignatures.com and double check it? No. He doesn't give a shit. So it's super obvious that Ashley is using this as an excuse so that she doesn't have to get the piercing. Right? Oh, that makes so much sense. But did you... um, There was a racket for some girls who could copy your parents' handwriting if you gave them, like, a sample type thing, like a sample note, they could copy it, like, perfectly and write, like... If you were that... Like, most times, like, looking back on it, most times they wouldn't be that anal about it, thinking about it, because nobody gives a shit. But, there, you know... There is those girls who could, like, forge letters like nobody's business. That's super smart. I should have done that. I remember when I was, like, in fourth grade, our parents used to have to sign our agenda, which was basically, like, our planner, where it was, like, here's your homework that you have to have this week. And our parents had to sign it, like, they had to know what homework we had. And I was bad at remembering to... or have my parents sign it my parents were too because i've always been really independent i don't need my parents to be like do your i do my fucking shit i never needed them to be like do your shit i do my shit you know like i remember at a certain point my mom was like oh god i remember i forgot to sign your thing just do it for me and i was like what and i was like yeah just sign it for me like and at that point i was like okay Everything is fake. Nothing is real in the world. I had that where it was, and this wasn't actually honest anyway, but 
I had an art teacher who made us like have to get our parents' signature for all our art like assignments, which like was completely point. You know, they and, sucked as an art teacher. Oh, they were. His name was Scarface, like or his nickname, because he had like one of those like really like sort of like like he had acne and always scratched his face type of face looking person but anyway and he was like super nice to the girls but awful to the boys but like night yeah exactly exactly so it wasn't a yeah it wasn't a favor to the girls like either you know spinners burping is very fake <coughs> they're playing go fish spinner says you want to live life on the edge and they go to the corner store Pretty sure it's the same corner store where they buy the condoms in season one. Pretty sure it's the same one. I also think it might be the set that eventually becomes the dot, but it's a little bit hard to tell. He to suggest a spray cheese eating contest like he did at camp. This is the intro to Spinner's lactose intolerance as like a subtext joke. Oh. Because they never actually say that he's lactose intolerant, but they make a bunch of references to the fact that he gets really farty when he eats cheese. And in this one, he gets all farty from the spray cheese, which pretty much indicates that he's probably lactose intolerant. Mm -hmm. Another episode they mention it is in the future episode, Pride, when they're going to go get pizza, and they say pizza and spinner are always a bad combo. Oh... Mm-hmm. So we'll point out more of Spinner's lactose intolerance throughout the show. Haha, <laughs> Ashley did, got what she wanted and is now like, oh shit. Yes, Ashley's mom says yes to her piercing to Ashley's surprise. Ashley's going to do whatever it takes to think, make Ellie think that she's cool. But she's not. <laughs> That's the bottom line. No one, everyone's bored, and so then Marco says, I have a dare. He dials the number and gives it to Sean. He says, hello, it's this, the, this is the power company. Emma's wearing the weirdest outfit, and it's her on the other line. She says, so this is what you do for fun, Sean. Prank your ex-girlfriend. And Sean's so pissed. At Marco, but it's pretty hilarious. Also, does Marco know Emma's number by heart? Right? That makes no sense. How would you just know some random... Like, have they even interacted before? Oh, product placement. Mountain Dew and Pepsi. Seven slamming spices. Yes, there's Mountain Dew, Pepsi, and Diet Pepsi. That's still Pepsi. Sean makes a joke and says, oh, you gonna kiss us now? Craig's being all like, I love you guys. And Marco says, shut up, Sean. It's a little hint to what's coming soon. Gay Marco. Craig has a, like a twig in his mouth. Right. What the heck is up with that? Why does he have like, like they're country bumpkins, like they're in Toronto. Or greasers, I don't know. Yeah, what's up with that? 
he ends up telling the boys that he had a chance to drive and that it was really cool. And they convince him that they should take the car out for a drive the next day. Craig is hesitant at first, but he wants to be cool, so he says yes. Him and Ashley are both getting pressured to do stuff they don't want to do. So when the boys wake up the next day, the radio's playing in the background, and it's already talking about how the radio shock chalk is going to be out today and that is what the boys end up getting up to later but for now they're just sneaking into the dealership he knows where the keys are but he doesn't know that there's an alarm system i found that very like how would you not know that but there's a call which is a hint that there's a silent alarm but they don't answer it so They take the license plates off of the car before they start driving it. Is that a good idea? That makes you look extra sketch, in my opinion. The car stalls at first, but then he gets it started. How? It's an automatic. Is it? I mean, either it's three on the tree because they use the turnstile to put it in first or drive. Oh. And it looks kind of like it's a 90s car. I don't think they were making three on this tree in the 90s. Yeah. It's very obvious when Ashley's leaving for her piercing and seeing her mom clip the clippers that she's She don't want to be terrified. Clipped. Yeah. You can... Are they actually driving? Oh, they are. I don't think that they no, are. You don't think they are? You think they're like on a... When it's I like think... on a tow truck or whatever? In this shot, yeah, something like that. Because, like, it looks really fake. Like, when it's the shots of Spinner talking, it looks really fake. Then they hear on the radio about the contest to win the tickets, and they can't resist. It's a kid, not Rock. Kid Elric. Marco is the voice of reason and saying, no, we should go back. But no one listens to him, unfortunately. They're playing like yoga e-music instead of opera at the piercing shop today piercing slash tattoo spot she's scared i would be too she chickens out way 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 too late he already is pinching her skin like she was that close to being too late to chickening out but kid Elric doesn't have a wife because he's gay his husband they pull right up to where the radio people are literally right in front of them okay greg (laughs) hey greg tell us the name of kid elric's wife it's a trick question because he's divorced it's just like i thought that was a little bit of a compliment he's divorced after cheating on his wife with groupies you've won (laughs) tickets (laughs) He wins four tickets, which seems like a lot of tickets to win. Don't you normally just win two? I don't know. It's Kid Elric. Maybe he gives out a lot of tickets. So they're excited in the car, and then Spinner starts farting. Classic lactose intolerant move. They're all. I mean, is it lactose intolerant? Because he said he had three cans. I feel like anyone would become farty after three cans of spray cheese. I guess so. 
when the cops pull up next to them. Sean says, keep it cool. He's the only one that seems to, like, have any sense. The cops end up driving away and everything's fine. They have time to pull the car all the way back into the spot before Joey comes out. Wouldn't he have noticed them immediately? But whatever. Maybe for the dramatic entrance, you know? Like, it's the opposite of what you're doing. It's a silent alarm. I know, Joey's pissed. He says, do the words silent alarm mean anything to you? I'm not going to lie. When I was a kid and I first saw this, I did not know what a silent alarm was. Like, or... Silent alarm activated. (laughs) That's from The Simpsons. (laughs) What's the point of a silent alarm? So the people who are breaking in don't know and get caught, I guess. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. <clears throat> but that brings us to the make it through moment of the episode. Ashley admits that she's scared of needles and that she wanted to gain points with Ellie. She's got hella ear piercings, though. Yeah, there's some holes in the story, but... Ellie says, you don't need a piercing to impress me. You're already my friend, and it's really cute. And Ashley doesn't deserve Ellie, but, you know, I know. Ellie should have been gay. I feel like Ellie and Paige actually being gay together would have been the perfect, like, thing for their frenemy-ship. Is that what's in the, instead of Alex? Or after Alex, like, when they're in college. There is a scene when Ellie kisses her. Really? Yeah, it's after her and Marco have that weird thing where they kind of kiss and almost, like, hook up, but then don't. And so then Ellie's like, friends can kiss, see? And she kisses Paige, and Paige is like, ew. And Ellie's like, yeah, that was weird. And bacony, because she had been cooking bacon. Then, at the very end of the episode, it's the it goes there moment. Craig gets chewed out by Joey and he says, I trusted you. And it really is like cuts. He rips up the Kid Elric tickets, tells him he should have thought of that before he took the car, even though he wouldn't have had the tickets if he didn't take the car, but never mind. It doesn't make sense. But <laughs> Also, <we're... laughs> like, he could have sold the tickets. Yeah, it's really stupid to just rip them up. Um, it doesn't make sense on a lot of levels, but that's what happens, and then we have another deleted scene also. My from disc this man! Scene. Oops, wrong one. I can't believe you deleted me. That took way too long to get the right one. I need to, like, step my game up with the... But also in this scene when Joey's yelling at Craig and Craig Craig says, Oh, are you going to be like my dad now? Are you going to really be like my dad? Like, he's basically saying, like, are you going to hit me like my dad did? And... Joey comes in with the no I'm gonna show you how disappointed I am and say I trusted you it's very sad and the episode just ends there Craig has to deal with the fact that he broke Joey's trust and Joey can has to deal with the fact that his son's a teenager and is gonna do that he's gonna fuck up and make mistakes and not use the you know decision 
making part of his brain properly because that's how teenagers act. Uh-oh. That is the end of Season 2, Episode 6, Drive. Thank you so much for listening, watching, and I just have one question. Who's going to drive you home? Who's going to tell you when? And as David alluded to when he said, uh-oh, a few seconds ago, join us for next week. We will be listening to Shout Part 1. Paige, as usual, is crushing on a new boy, the hot, older soccer star from their rival school, Bardell. And Not Earl Grey? No, he didn't go to Earl Grey. He went to Bardell. <laughs> she chases him. She gets dressed up. She goes to the party. She's so excited. But she wasn't bargaining for what happens next. This episode's extremely difficult. Um, the themes are very heavy, so just prepare for that. See you next time.